Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya. Uh, her rape, 
the rejection she felt with her mother, her brother's murder, and how her mother and her are now uh, re-restoring that relationship. You need to check out all three installments, but particularly last week's show, if you're dealing with any of those issues, rape, molestation, feeling rejected, um, not knowing how to really uh, minister, market your ministry, that show is the show for you. And tonight, as always, we have another phenomenal show. We're talking about books, the clubs, love, and we are scheduled to have Miss Rashonda Tate Billingsley. We're hoping everything turns out. It has been a hectic week, you all. So everything was confirmed. We uh, so we're praying everything turns out. Tamika Newhouse and Adriana Turner and Natasha Munson is supposed to stop by. We got the dates wrong, uh, miscommunication last week, but. She is on point to uh, drop by tonight. Uh, and so tune in. It's going to be a great, great show. If you have any questions, we would love to hear them. If you have any comments, we want you to call 347-215-6446. Uh, it pertains to book reviews. We're going to have some book reviewers on. And if you're thinking about writing a book, how to promote your book, these people on here have the information. A lot of stuff have has been going on this week, y'all. Uh, Ted Kennedy died. I don't know about you all, but I'm emotionally drained. A lot of uh, our icons, people who have influenced, inspired, and motivated me uh, throughout my life and have been, you know, just influential figures throughout history are going on. It started off with Ed McMahon, Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson, Walter Conkright, uh, and now Ted Kennedy, it seems like we're just doing back to back to back, uh, and it's really helping me to really just get focused and, and celebrate life, understand how precious it is, and just continue to live my truth and pursue my, my purpose with uh, just diligence. But much prayers go out to the Kennedy family. They just buried uh, Maria Shriver's mother uh, less than a week ago, and now they uh, find themselves back there again. Um Bearing another loved one, so uh, but he, as I read, and I'm a, just just a history buff, and I will be looking at all the t- the biographies this week. Um, he was prepared. He lived his final uh, months of life the way he wanted to. So uh, even though it's sad, there is peace there. So we just uh, our prayers go up to them. And so um, before we go any further, we also would like to say hello and thank you. To our sponsors of Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss Loretta Faith Harris, our diamond sponsor, and she is helping you turn your tragedy into triumph. Uh, visit her at chpublishing.org and get her book, The Journey Last Traveled. She was on here July 30th. Listen to her and how she wrote that book. And also thank you to Dr. Tanisha Ford. She is your tour guide to happiness. And so visit her at Dr. T. Ford, D-R-T. Ford.com, and she has many books and services available, but one book that sticks out in my mind is called I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurt, Uh, dealing with healthy relationships. Sometimes when a relationship is not healthy, we tend to hold on because we don't want to miss those hugs, y'all, but when it's hurtful, you need to cut loose and let it go. Um. Also, we want you to visit TanyaWhite.com. If you love the show, sign up for Tanya's Tips. It is a free inspirational newsletter, and it is designed to give you tips for today, 
to transform your tomorrow. While you're there, we have some amazing August sales uh, on books, coaching, teleseminars that are coming up. Uh, our teleseminars are just $79, over 50% off our books, our sale price. So go visit TanyaWhite.com. T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color dot com. And then while you're there, just browse and check check uh, check out what is on the site. And don't forget to sign up with, for Tanya's tips. Now we're going to do our Are You Serious moment. We haven't done this in a while because we've been so focused and so jam-packed. But we're going to talk about some things that have gone on this week. Are you serious? Are you serious? That is my lovely and beautiful niece, Emery. Some some major things, y'all, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm not going to elaborate on this. Frankie and Nessie's show, um, in my opinion, a, a hot mess. And so uh, I don't know what the purpose is, but I didn't even watch it, and I've heard so much about it just from the promos. It just looked like a way to get mother money. So um just got to say it again. Are you serious? Are you serious? Anybody can have a show. Also, Chris Brown was sentenced this week, uh, five years probation, and I can't remember. the. It was some hours of service, hard labor. I just want to say, are you serious? Are you serious? That there wasn't any uh, counseling or therapy. Maybe I missed that factor, that he had to go to anger management or domestic uh, abuse counseling for a significant amount of time. Um, kind of worried also because the judge denied a request from Rihanna. Uh, it seemed like she wanted, you know, a lesser sentence. I don't know if they're trying to sneak around and be together, but it was uh, It's kind of a little shaky. I hope that he can abide by the rules. I'm kind of sorry that this all this happened. But some more reports have been coming out that uh, the incident that took him to jail uh, was not the first time, of course, in domestic violence. But this is the time that they got called and also reports came out that she uh, has assaulted him back and forth. It was a very volatile relationship. So we hope that he gets the help that he needs so that he can come back stronger, mature, and give us great entertainment because that's one thing he did. He was an entertainer and did it greatly. So we're going to just have to say to Chris Brown, Are you serious? Are you serious? That is it for our Are You Serious moment. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back and uh, talk about some uh, writing tips waiting for our first guest. Uh, And if not, we're just going to go to another guest, but we're going to take a brief break, do some commercials, and we'll be back in about three minutes. Unfortunately, tragedy has no favorites. It comes suddenly, and sadly, it can knock the life right out of you. But instead of giving up, come alive again. Turn your hurt into hope. In her sensational and heartwarming new book, The Journey Less Traveled, author Loretta Faith Harris shares her touching story of how she discovered the strength to overcome sad sorrow and find hope for a better tomorrow. Celebrate life again. Choose to turn your tragedy into triumph. Visit www.chpublishing.org to purchase your copy of the journey less traveled today. Who's Mike Spielberg? Who? <laughs> Mike Spielberg. 
Spike who? Spike Spielberg is bringing Hollywood to the Queen City. Y'all know y'all heard of him. Y'all like y'all know him. You better know him. You better know. You better recognize. Spike Spielberg presents as Friday nights at midnight and Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Cable Channel 9. It's films, life, and positive thoughts. Are you a business owner? Do you want to get more exposure for your business? Let Spike Spielberg put the Hollywood in marketing your products and services. Reach 1.6 million households weekly and unlimited consumers via the World Wide Web. Log on to www.spikespielberg.com. That's S-P-I-K-E-S-P-I-L-L-B-E-R-G.com. Or call 704-281-2309 for more information. Lights, camera, action. Spike Spielberg. Spike Spielberg. Man, I've been trying to call her all day. Where's she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together. And here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend. But he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again. And I'm trying to call her and she's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. No more drama, y'all. That has been my mantra since I first heard that. And so if you don't want any more drama, get relationship reruns. And also, we're excited about the upcoming release of my third book, The 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. It shows women how to create a drama-free life while dealing with those difficult men who cause strife. And no, it is not a male-bashing book, but it's building bridges of hope and healthy communication between men and women. Uh, so it's going to be a hot book. We're going to have a big blog talk release, uh, and you're going to find out more about it. But we're going to go head on, and we're going to bring on our first guest tonight, Tamika Newhouse. If you're on Facebook, MySpace, any social network, you know this name. Uh, she is the author of the ultimate no-no. She is also known as the creator and president of the African Americans on the Move Book Club, which is the online book club catering to avid readers across this nation. She is currently also the editor of Step Up Sister magazine. I like that title. And literary literary consultant uh, in March 2009, Tamika was announced, announced, was announced the woman of the year by a live magazine and nominated as best Radio Personality by the Black Book Club's Rock Awards. She knows her stuff. She knows her reviews. 
She's going to come on and give us a wealth of information. So welcome for the first but not the last time, Miss Tamika. Hello, Tamika. How are you? Tamika? I'm sorry. I had the phone on mute. <laughs> That's okay. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> I am fantastic. Thank you so much for being on Real Talk with Tanya White tonight. Oh, no problem. I want to thank you for having me. You know, definitely with my schedule being um, so busy and so crowded, so I was really, really grateful that you reminded me about tonight. Well, I'm glad that you took the time to be on here. We're not going to keep you long, but we do want to just get, we want you to give us a, uh, some tips on uh, getting those book reviews, how you got started, and how do you find the time, my sister, to be an author, to be a reviewer, and do all that you do? So let's start out with, I like to ask everyone this question who comes to the show. Tell us who you are in your own words. Who I am, um, I like to just be called Tamika. Mm-hmm. I'm just Tamika. I don't like to have those those extra titles. And, you know, I'm kind of getting used to people saying, oh, that's Tamika Newhouse. Like they say the full name like it's this major deal. Um, so I just like to say I'm Tamika. I like to write. That's what I do. It's um, just uh, uh, something else that I do. It's not all of who I am. Um, and I just like to help um, up-and-coming writers um, pretty much try to make that path to becoming a best-selling author easier than it has to be. So, you know, that's pretty much everything that I, I do. I kind of sum it up like that. Wow. That's awesome because you don't want to, uh, like you see yourself, you're just doing what you love. But let me trust me when I tell you, your name is synonymous with the best of the best. So that is our job to be in awe and just to respect you that way. So, well, thank you. <laughs> we're gonna continue to do that. Now, let's talk about the ultimate no-no. Love the title first of all. We're gonna talk about the book first. What's the inspiration for that book? And give us a brief synopsis. Uh, well, I don't want to put a damper on anything, but when I first started the Ultimate No-No, it was kind of to get away from all the drama I was going through because within 30 days, it seemed like all hell broke loose. My mm-hmm. mother passed away. My husband went to Iraq for the second time. My sister became incarcerated for a full year, and then I found out on top of that I was pregnant with my second child by my husband, and he was about to leave. So mm-hmm. um, writing has always been that, that that focused for me to get away. I couldn't control life, so I wanted to be able to control something. And yeah. so with that, I got me a notebook and a pen because I, mm-hmm. I love the freehand writing. I used to hate to type. Mm-hmm. And at work every day, I just started writing. I didn't have a topic, didn't know what I was going to be writing about. Um, and it started just started coming out like that. It was entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I wrote it as if somebody else was going to read it, not really having a vision or the goal to even publish this manuscript at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the 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 title kind of came, you know, at probably in the middle of the book because um, it's, it's a romance. It's kind of like a love-hate relationship. You look at it as a woman who's pushed to the limit when her heart is broken and she wants this man that broke her heart to feel the same way that she did. So it's kind of like something that you should not do. So I was like, okay, that's the ultimate no-no. That's, mm-hmm. that's the no-no. You just don't do that. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that's where the inspiration came from with writing that book and I mean, everything that came after that, it, mm-hmm. it was all in God's hand. It really wasn't even my, my plan to even publish this book. So Wow. Girl, I know about that uh, the death of a mother. My mother passed in 05, and that's how I started really. It was cathartic for me mm-hmm. to 
start sharing my writing with uh, people outside my community. So I know exactly what you mean. Like and it a- seems like everything pours out when you at when you at your the most devastating point yes. in your life. I totally agree. It, and it, it's it's like your inspiration. It's like with that one that happened, would I actually be doing this? Yes. So exactly. it's, it's kind of like that's like God. He has he works everything out. Even although I probably rather have my mother here, you know, than anything else in the world. But everything kind of works out, you know, the way that he wants it to. So I just mm-hmm. stay humble and just allow him to lead the way, and I just sit back and ride. That's pretty much what I try to do. Me too, girl. I, I always I always question that myself. Would I be doing what I'm doing if my mom's still here? Love my mother, but you know, I found. Uh, you know, uh, peace sometimes knowing that God knows us best and mm-hmm. her journey was complete. And so everything I write, everything I do, it's like she's here anyway. <laughs> so, yes, I totally I know agree. It. Look, we here. I, I totally understand. Yeah, girl. So, okay, The Ultimate No-No, which is one of the hottest books. If you are uh, an author or anybody, you see, we see your name and we see that book. So if you haven't got it, get it. <laughs> Uh, now let's talk about uh, you are a book reviewer. Yes. For African Americans on the move, and that's what we want to talk about. The books the clubs love. Now, what was the, did you begin this club, and what was your inspiration for starting this? <laughs> yes, club? that's a whole another story. It kind of okay. Like, how my life worked out. It seems like I have to get to that lowest point to kind of get something off the ground. This is when my husband um, wasn't. Never mind. The last time, the first time I was talking about when he went to Iraq, that was the first time. And this time he went to Iraq for the second time. And I was like, I was sitting on the bed watching him pack. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be so bored. I want to be in a book club. I can't find a book club. So I went on MySpace, made me love MySpace page. And I don't know how the name popped up in my head, but I knew I wanted to be in some kind of movement. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to title this African Americans on the Move book club. So I did start this organization myself. It was just me, and it was just a MySpace page. Um, and Arthur started um, contacting me, thinking that, you know, I was this real large force. Like, I had, like, ten sisters behind me, and, you know, we were just a group meeting every month. I was like, well, I was just posting on books I really liked, and I was just telling y'all what I found about it. And mm-hmm. never mind, I knew anything about the industry. I didn't know all the stuff that goes on with these book clubs, these literary events, book reviews, I didn't know anything like that. Wow. Um, so it, I, I kind of got like a crash course because when these people started emailing me, I was like, and I was bored. Mind you, my husband is gone. I was like, I can do something with this. This is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went there and ran with it, and um, I started adding so many different stuff to this thing. So many people started joining on. And this this is what I tell you where God, he he has a plan because mm-hmm. I didn't even think if my husband would have went away. I would even never start this organization. This organization yeah. is what made me want to publish my book. I always wanted to be an artist, but I procrastinated. Mm-hmm. And this right here, this this is what really did it. Wow. Well, you well you the name itself, African Americans on the Move, is who you are. Right. We could tell that you are a mover, a shaker, a visionary, and uh, even though like I'm one, I have things have to force me, but when they do. It's all about that. I'm focused. So, um, and now that the African Americans on the Move Book Club is one of the best of the best again in the industry. So, um, wow, 
You know, I, when people say that, if I, I, I'm like, really, is it? Because yeah. I really don't see it, not really until I get out into these literary conferences, and they're like, hey, it's me over here, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's, you know, I really don't see it because I'm, I was used to be at home behind a computer, so I'm like, right. really, really like that? I mean, no I authors do that. I yeah, do the I don't same see it, thing. When it's your own product, you never see it. You, right. you, you, you feel the passion, and you're praying that it's going to bless. But right. because we don't get that immediate feedback as authors, no. uh, we we just think, okay, we, I'm just doing this, and nobody's really uh, being moved by it. But I know you know. <laughs> it's yeah, until you get okay. out there and uh, and see the reaction of people that you're like, okay, this is why I do what I do. Right. And so, right. Uh, yes, it is one of the best of the best. Now, let's talk about... What when you review a book, we 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 know how African Americans on the Move book club started and everything. But what do you look for when you're reviewing a book and you're uh, going to write a review? What are what are some of the fundamental things that you look for in a book? Um, that's what's different with um, African Americans on the Move um, mm-hmm. because a lot of these um, online networks and these promoters. You always go there and you see the same books by the same New York Times bestselling artists or the Essence bestselling artists. And, you know, I kind of think how I used to think when I was a reader, like, how would I know that these people are out here? How do I know these other artists are? How would I know if Tanya White has a book out there? How would mm-hmm. I know this? Because these people don't put these books up. It would be the same old books. Mm-hmm. And because you already know these artists, you're going to automatically be getting their books anyway because if they're a good writer, you're going to always want to read their works. Right. So with ABC, I don't pretty much turn down any book. I I only require for it to be a new book and for it to be uh, a completed version of the book. Um, mm-hmm. My thing is I want to open up a door for everybody. Even if they did go about self-publishing wrong and I get their book and I see it's really not up to par, my thing is I will give them constructive criticism. I definitely don't put that in the review. I don't say, oh, the book looked like this and the book looked mm-hmm. like this. I'm like, come wow. on, you, no. That's you I'm mean. reviewing the cover of the book. I mean, you're reviewing the art of the uh-huh. book. Review the art. So, And that's, that's pretty much what I do, and I don't say no to anybody. Anybody wants to review, like, hey, send it on over. You know, and because I do that, we have a lot of submissions, so it takes longer for us to get these reviews out. So I'm, you know, but I, I still, I don't shy away from anyone. I give everybody a platform, anybody who really follows ABC. The majority of people who are book of the minds of the people that come onto the show are independent authors, are self-published authors, are, are probably not even best-selling authors because that's what we're here for, to expose them so they can get on that level too. Wow. That's awesome. So give us your contact information. Somebody, uh, authors out there sitting, and if you're listen, listening right now, you need to – Find out how you can get your book in the hands of Tamika Newhouse. Give them, uh, give them your information. Um, go to the ANBC website, which is aambookclub.com, or you can email me at aambookclub at gmail.com. Anything um, that you need, you can pretty much Google. Pretty much, you can Google the letters AANBC, and a whole bunch of stuff will pop up. And so you can find us that way. You can even Google my name, and all kind of stuff will pop up. But I strongly encourage any author who's wanting to get on the show. I want to be the book of the month. Be considered for the book of the month. You have to inquire early because we're getting to the point where it's going to end up being a six month to a year waiting list just mm-hmm. for the book of the month. So, wow, get it. I'm going to get my stuff to you, girl. Right now, <laughs> after the show is over, 
I'm going to get my stuff to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> because, like I said, I see uh, African Americans on the move, book club, everywhere. And just the name uh, itself is one of distinction. So I, I believe that's what draws people to it. Just, you know, the name is one of distinction. And so uh, I'm an African American and I'm on the move. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's the whole point. Let's start this whole literary movement. We yeah. need our books to be in the front of Barnes and Nobles and Borders and stuff like that. Let's I start know. this movement. That was the whole purpose of that name. It's like I wanted to start a movement, a whole new thing of these these wow. new up and coming authors, and we have to do it. You know, even you know, even the big columns, you know, but their books already already be up there, and you know, we yeah. still support them. But hey, we got a lot more that's coming. There's some there's some big ones out there where we have some some small unknown authors. Who even write better? I mean, and not right. the big ones, but you know, sometimes the big ones they may sometimes get a little commercial or maybe under a contract they have to write a specific way. Yeah. So you know, but you know, it's it's all the same. We just want to support all of our African American writers, not just the New York Times bestsellers or the Essence bestsellers. So right, and and uh, I believe. There's a time and a season for everything. Uh, the ones who are out there now, they were right where uh, I know I am, uh, you know, just doing what they do and, mm. you know, still making things happen. But it's a time where everything has to be aligned, your purpose, your preparation, and your prosperity to the next level. So, um, yeah, you keep doing what you're doing because you are the trailblazer. You are the, the midwife. All of us African Americans. Can I give out one more advice too? One yes. more advice. Um, all the aspiring artists, even those who are new, I strongly encourage you to get up from behind the computer, go out in your city, in your neighborhood, or even travel outside your state, do some book signings, network with these people, because you're not going to get to a level that you're trying to get to just by trying to network on a computer and stop joining right. every single name site. You don't oh. join all these name sites. Oh, wow. Here. That is so awesome. Okay, because yeah, I've been contemplating, you know, that being a show topic, is there ever too many social networks that you can join? Yes. I get them all the time. You've been invited. Yes. No, I'm not coming. <laughs> I have enough to deal with my Facebook mm-hmm. and sometimes my Twitter if I get to it. I've completely forgotten about my space. But right. I, I know. I thought it was just me. <laughs> no. So I just streamline you know, because sometimes we can network and network and network and never make any uh a real true connection. Right. And make just things happen. Same people. Yes. You and just see your profile over. You know, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. And on that, while we're talking about that, you need to really connect with at least five people if you're on a social network where you consistently mm-hmm. either brainstorm, you talk, you help one another out. That's where the the, the effectiveness, in my opinion, effectiveness I agree. I agree. comes from these social networks. I so agree. you have a unique twist on the uh, African Americans on the Move book club uh, because you said you, you, you really seek out self-published authors those unknown uh, authors who are, are are good writers, as you say, but not getting the exposure. Right. Okay, so as you're writing, uh, say um, what kind of constructive criticism you get a you get a, a book. Uh, what some things that we need as self-published authors really need to pay close attention to 
because even though you're you're very uh, uh, gentle, let me say that, uh, <laughs> there's some reviewers out there that are not. And uh, I, I know some friends and some people say, I've sent my book this place, but I haven't heard anything. Some people won't even respond if they, you know, uh, don't like your book. I've found some flaws. So what are some things? Let's go with three. Three things that we need as self-published authors to really be aware of and really have that our stuff tight. Oh, um, let me see. I know one thing is um, you need not to send your book to everybody for mm. review because everybody is not going to review your book. And then secondly, some people just, especially for those who ask and email you, hey, can I review your book? Sounds like they want a free book to me. Oh, yes. oh, let's marinate on that <laughs> because I'm very much aware of that. This is my third book. Now, the first book around, I got caught up in that. Uh, wow. The second book, uh, you know, I was kind of leery. But this book, I'm asking, what is your audience? Who are you going to write to? Yes. You know, you're, you're not just getting a free book from me. Not No, not now. Right. And these authors, the new ones, they tend to forget that a review is for other people to see the review. You know, yes. you don't want to re- for them to review your book and they just post it up on their Facebook and they're done. I mean, like, who's going to see the review? That's the whole yes. point of you getting somebody to review your book. So yes. make sure that they do have an audience and you do your research on them. You don't really want to just be sending out 30 books and you only need yes. like to And then, again, you don't really need that many book reviews. Yes. So. You need maybe two good ones. Yeah, two good ones. Reputable <laughs> reviews. I mean, ten. That's going. That's going a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's where you're getting too far. Yeah. Um, you really don't need that many. Yeah. yeah. And one thing on my first book, one of the mistakes I made. A lot of people. I don't know. What What are your thoughts on this? I had a, a couple. I had to pay for them to review my book, and oh. then I found out that is not <laughs> good practice. <laughs> Well, even as, uh, you know, I'm not trying to knock what you did, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but even as somebody who wouldn't even know the industry, that wouldn't even sound right to me. Why would I, why, I mean, you're getting a book that you're not even paying for, so why do I have to? You know, I was green. I didn't know. (laughs) But now that I do, that is not good practice. So anybody who's listening out there, somebody says you have to pay a certain amount, please don't do it. Send your book to me. I can write you a great review. And send it and post it and do my bill and I'll connect you with somebody who can. Don't pay. And for a reviewer, our our benefit is hopefully getting a great read. We love mm-hmm. so that that is our compensation. That's supposed to be our compensation. Yes, yeah. Um, and for your book and like you were asking for your book to kind of look on the same level um, as a mainstream author, you need to make sure that you got a good printer. Mhm. And and that'll definitely that and a good cover designer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. I'm not knocking those who use free stock photos, but if you're going to use a free stock photo, make sure that you have a great designer that's going to make that picture turn to in something totally different, where nobody else is going to have a cover that looks like that, even if it is the same picture. Don't um, you know? I've seen three books with the same cover. Yeah. This year, the same, and it was it was so it was a unique color, and I'm like. I've seen this before. Right. I've seen this before. Now, did it again? I've seen this before. So I was like, um, okay. So it's very and, and important. And that's not even just the self-published authors. I mean, I'm saying no, I'm no. These were a couple were mainstream. Yeah. They do that too. 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, why are they being cheap? Yes, and that's what it is. I know some great graphic designers who custom design covers, and I'm sure you know some who, who do. So one one point I want to uh, make also is you need to ask uh, people and uh, just ask. Don't just automatically find one. Ask around because right. I know that was my downfall with my first book too. If you just joined us, we're talking to Tamika Newhouse. And, Tamika, we got about three minutes. So give us one more thing that we should look for, and then leave us with some nugget of wisdom uh, when we're looking for book clubs or how to approach book clubs to read up. Um, one thing, simply just how you because I get the question all the time, to approach a book club is simply just to do it. Okay. Say, hey, I'm such and such. I'm, I'm going to use myself. I'm Tamika Newhouse. I have this book, The Ultimate No-No. Tell them why you think they'll enjoy it, and simply say, I want you to read my book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I know that I believe that you will really enjoy it. You can't go any, you can't go wrong with that. Just be honest, be true. Don't try to make yourself sound like you know you're just this this queen of you know of all queens. Just be honest. Say, hey, I'm new. I got this book. I know you're gonna love it. That's how. I, that's what I did, and that's how I've been meeting up with these book clubs. Just be honest. You know, don't try to you know, make it seem like more than what it really is. You just mm-hmm. go out there, be honest, and just ask. Simply mm-hmm. just do it. That's all I have to say. Just do it. Just do it. Excellent. Phenomenal information. You simply are what your name is, African Americans on the Move. Um, Give out your contact information one more time and tell us about your blog talk show, and then we'll let you go, girl. All right. Anyone um, who wants to uh, listen to some up-and-coming authors, go to AMBC Radio. We're also on blog talk. It's blog talk radio slash um, AAMBC. Uh, we have um, a few artists on every month. We do a monthly panel discussion, just like a discussion like me and Tanya just did. And we also do open mic, which is not just for poetry, it's for authors, too, who want to read out of their books. Um, if you want to learn more about AMBC or even if you just want to be a member and read some of the books that we have up there, go to aambookclub.com. And if you want to learn more about me, go to, to Tamika Newhouse with an I, dot com. Excellent. I'm going to get you my book. And you keep doing what you're doing and and giving us an outlet to grow and be exposed and be seen. All right? Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. You too. Bye-bye. If you just joined us, we just finished an awesome interview with Miss Tamika Newhouse. Uh, She gave some great information about book reviews and how to get your book to the clubs. We're going to get prepared to bring my girl on, Adriana. Turner. She is also a book reviewer, but we're going to take a brief break right now, play some commercials, and then we're going to come back and continue our discussion on books the clubs love. Unfortunately, tragedy has no favorites. It comes suddenly, and sadly, it can knock the life right out of you. But instead of giving up, come alive again. Turn your hurt into hope. In her sensational and heartwarming new book, The Journey Less Traveled, author Loretta Faith Harris shares her touching story of how she discovered the strength to overcome sad sorrow and find hope for a better tomorrow. Celebrate life again. Choose to turn your tragedy into triumph. Visit www.chpublishing.org to purchase your copy of the journey less traveled today. Are you tired of listening to those same boring shows? Do you need a change? 
Well, come join us weekly, every Tuesday and Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. On the live show on Blog Talk Radio, we have the hottest celebrity interviews and the latest updates on entertainment, health, beauty, and fashion, even more. Brown Sugar Radio, recently featured in Web Radio Magazine for representing the best in internet radio. Join us today at www.brownsugarradio.com, where entertainment is extraordinary. Caught up in that groove. Y'all know how we love to dance. Welcome back to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about books the clubs love. This is our fourth and final installment of our Right Stuff the Right Way series. Uh, we've had four weeks of some phenomenal million-dollar information for authors, aspiring authors, best-selling authors. You need to listen to one of these shows to uh, and check them out. Again, we love to thank our sponsors, Loretta Faith Harris. Uh, get her book. The Journey Less Traveled at chpublishing.org. And also, thank you to Dr. Tanisha Ford, drtford.com. If you want to become a sponsor of the Real Talk with Tanya White show, uh, just send us an email at realtalkatanyawhite.com or visit tanyawhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color .com. We have four fantastic packages for you. We will hook you up if you're a diamond sponsor or a gold sponsor. Um with uh, just produce a commercial for you. We will use aggressive marketing to promote your stuff and drive people to your site. It is worthwhile hooking up and partnering with us. Uh, so check us out at TanyaWhite.com and see what package works for you. Now we're going to get to uh, Adriana Turner. She is a faithful a listener of the Real Talk with Tanya White show, and we love her. But she also has her own show where she focuses on writers, and she's a book reviewer, so we're going to bring her on, and she's going to share her information with us. Hello, Adriana. How are you? Hey, Tanya. I'm wonderful. Now, let me first of all, am I pronouncing your name right? No, but that's okay. okay. Now, help us sister out, you know, because tell me what it is, and I will promise I will give it right. Well, the Spanish way is Adriana or Adriana, but okay. in English, my mom pronounces it Adrina. So Adrina. E. Yep. Adrina. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. First of all, thank you for being a, a faithful, loyal supporter of the Real Talk with Tanya White show. We love oh, having you. I love you. your shows. Mm-hmm. You participate. You you share, and we love that here. And we love that you're on as a guest to share your wonderful expertise about book reviews. But first, tell us who you are in your own words, Miss Adrena. Um, Adrena Turner is an avid reader. She's someone that's spiritual and really takes a lot of pride in her work, whether it's reviewing or writing. Um, I'm also a new author that will be featured with Blue Planet Publishing that just Launched out April 2008, so you probably won't see my book until spring of 2010, but I'm really excited about that. I'm writing under my pen name, Dream Some More, and some people already figured it out. I tried to put a new picture, and some people are like, wait a minute, is that you? And I'm like, oh, great. I tried, but it's me. <laughs> so. Well, that's fantastic. 2010 spring. That, that'll that be here in 15 minutes, girl. So It seems like it. <laughs> it's not going to be a long wait. 
Um, so tell us about your show because you have a phenomenal show on Saturday night. And it gives authors some great tips of all aspects. Tell us about your show. Well, my show is basically to inspire, to educate, and inform new and aspiring authors. I think it all started when I first came out with my first book in '04, And all of a sudden I got flooded with emails when people find out you got a book in the library, because I'm always at my local library, they'll stop me and say, oh, you got a book? How can I get it? How can I start my So I got so tired of that. And also, I'm one of those kind of people that is a go-getter, so I'm not going to sit here and wait for someone else to interview me. Mm. So I decided, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and try this blog talk radio thing, and it's so universal. I love it. I mean, you can have people from London get on your show. So. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to go ahead and give you this information so you can no longer say, I don't know how to start or what to do, and then so I won't be flooded with all these questions and trying to answer them one by one. I go out, do the research, and give you the information. I go out and read books that are three to 600 pages, and yes. I'll break it down for you and give you in notes. So that's what I try to do for those new and aspiring authors. I also have other shows that may relate to the community or political affairs. I think when I first started, I was uh, working for the Democratic Party with mm -hmm. Obama. And so when I was doing that campaign, everybody wanted to know about that. And I still see that's one of my highest shows yeah. when we were talking about self-publishing and the post-election after the election had took place and what are some of the things that the campaign and the people that worked on the campaign, some of the things that we went through and just how we felt about the whole ordeal. So. Yeah, politics, relationships, spirituality, my top-rated shows. Uh, but, um, yes, your show is phenomenal. And oh, you do an awesome you. job, uh, you know, giving that information and sharing now, how did you get into actual the actual reviewing the books? And you write reviews, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, how I got into it, like Tamika was talking about earlier, I started getting linked in these social network groups. You know, at mm -hmm. first I thought MySpace was hot, and that's all I had to do was just really spice up my page, get some people joining me, and I joined their pages, and networking like that. But then later... I started joining a couple NEEN groups at that time, and like she said, you start getting flooded with a lot of people wanting you to connect with theirs. Mm -hmm. But on one of hers, she had sent out an email, and she was looking for book reviewers. And at that time, I was thinking about it, like, only in the sense that I read so many books per month. Mm -hmm. And I had one show where people really wanted to know approximately how many books I read, and it changes depending on, you know, if I'm writing or whatever I'm doing outside of reading. But I generally read at least 50 to 100 books a month. So I said, Wow. <laughs> I thought I was the reader, girl. You got me beat a dream. No, I was actually reading <laughs> while y'all were talking. So <laughs> Got me beat. I wait till I tell my friend because that's, that's the complaint my friends have. You read a book and they say, how long does it take you to read a book? It depends. But you got me beat. You got me oh, beat. Okay. I finally found but, somebody who beat me. Yeah, the real hot spot to read a book to me is at the airports while you're yeah. waiting, and it's just 
so refreshing when you're sitting there and just reading a book and ain't worrying about no problems. If the flight is delayed, so what? I got a good book right here. Right. I'm not worried about nothing. So I decided, okay, let me email Tamika Newhouse and, and try this for size. So that was back in actually the end of January of 2009. I did my first review March 1st, I believe it was. Right. And she said, oh, my goodness, you finished these reviews so fast. And at that time, you know, she was going through a transition of trying to get new reviewers, letting go some of the ones that wasn't doing what they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, send me some books. And it got to the point where I caught her up because I, she would give me like three to four books a month instead of one book a month. And mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'll tell her, well, okay, now I'm going through this period and that period, but she also inspired me to take it a step further than just my blog talk radio show. I decided to go ahead and start Dream for More, a literary consulting firm, where mm-hmm. I'm also trying to review people books that may not get to Tamika fast enough because she is getting a lot of books, you know, so often. It's like as soon as she sends me one, she said, oh, shoot, I got 10 more, you know. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll do the same thing. This is so inspiring. And people don't realize a journey as a book reviewer it can be fun. It can be entertaining, mm-hmm. and I'm loving every minute of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm reading books from traditional people, from the mass uh, market, from trademarks, mm-hmm. from independent self-published. And lately, I've been falling in love with some of the self-published works, like she stated, mm-hmm. because they're not following a certain criteria to have that book out. And then I'm finding out that so many people in the traditional market once they get something good going, it seems like everybody it. wants to follow that and just change the name and the characters yeah. and maybe the location. But you're reading the same, same book. story. And yeah. I I don't know if they don't realize that or, you know, they're just following a trend. But it's, well, it's, just, like, a, it's, it's just like the music industry. They okay. found something that works. And right now, I don't know, I'm very much observant. We're in that I, I need it now microwave thing. It's changing. But, okay. uh, yeah, when we need it now, just go ahead and do it. And then, you know, a lot of, like in the music industry, the book industry knows that people are really not, uh, they don't stand up for what they really want. They just go with the, you know, they go with the flow. And so I'm going to feed you what I want <laughs> until somebody says something. Wow. And so, well, you've encouraged me because I'm one of those out-of-the-box people. Oh, yes, and, you are. And I just, I write really from my gut. And okay. it may not look like, uh, and I struggle with that for so long, it may not look like what's, you know, the the template of uh-huh. a many, but, you know, I, I go with my heart. And this is phenomenal because I did not know that you were a reviewer with Tamika when I asked you to be on the show. See how God works? He just works yes, that thing Yes, isn't it wonderful? <laughs> he just works that thing on out. I did not know that. So, okay, okay. you said you read 50. I'm really going to put that on my wall. Adrena reads 50 books a month. But what really excites you? What makes a good book in Adrena's eyes? Okay, before I even get to that point, I just, I know there's some authors probably listening to this now or thinking about writing a book. Yes. Or they may even listen to the archives. Okay, these are some simple things that you really, really need to take to heart as an author or an aspiring author is editing and rewriting is a plus. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Don't think that your work is finished yet when you get to the last page. You have to constantly keep going through there, take a breather, which means sometimes you may have to get away from that book for a month to six months. Yeah. Come back, reread it again, and you'll see a new light. You'll see new things you need to add. Also, do not write something and be not open to to criticism, mm-hmm. whether it's constructive. There's going to be some people that are nasty in any yeah. profession that you do. So be open to criticism, um, not necessarily always from us book reviewers, but it's also from the public audience and readers. Um, don't take all your reviews to heart. Just right. analyze them and improve your writing. You know, yeah. tr- like you said earlier, write from the heart. Write what God has put in you. Um, if he gives you a vision, go with his plan and not your own. That's some lessons I learned as an author myself, okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to put that out there. Now, what normally captivates me when it goes into reading, I generally like, number one, if you're going to write urban fiction, street lit, or even erotica, mm-hmm. okay, Take me there. You know, I want a mm-hmm. page turner. I don't want something to read that you just put some slutty stuff in there like a porn movie where there's yeah. no action, <laughs> there's no scene, and all I see is just sex. You know, right. really involve your characters in there. Really be ready to improve your writing. You know, pay an editor. I mean, some people think I can do it all. No, you cannot. I'm giving you claps, uh, Adrena. <laughs> Uh, because we don't like to spend our money, yes. <laughs> invest our money in something that we want other people to spend their money on. You've got, you've got to get an editor, and like you said, be open. When they say this doesn't sound right, don't mm-hmm. be so stiff-necked and say, well, that's what the Lord gave me. I dealt with some people <laughs> like that, and I had to let them go. Because you trusted oh. me enough to be your editor, to be right, your book right. consultant. And when right. I give you constructive criticism, because, see, I'm a visionary. I see long after Ooh, the yeah. book is uh, finished. I see mm. when somebody is reading the book what they're going to think. So when you ask me <laughs> to connect with you because you believe and I give you something, it's constructive and I do it tactfully, uh-huh. don't be stiff-necked, y'all. That's, you you block your blessing. You, and you don't know how many people you hinder from even coming to, to you, uh, not because that person talks about you, just because your spirit is so jacked up. Ooh, so, yes, yes. yeah, I like that. Pay that money and be open to criticism. Yeah, you have to be. I mean, who are you writing to? You really got to look at your audience, too. Just mm-hmm. because, like you stated, God gave you something some people that know me, I have rewritten, re-edited, even after paying two editors. Yeah. Because even though God may have given me my latest book, The Day Begins With Christ, there's mm-hmm. still some tweaks and there's still some things that I felt in my spirit I have to rewrite so that the audience can really get it and gravitate to it. It's bigger than you. And yeah. then um, after some people were looking at that manuscript, uh, all of a sudden, people are like, can you edit my stuff? Can you do my stuff? I said, first and foremost, don't always go by a deadline. Don't feel rushed. Take your time with your work. It's a craft, and you're going to bring it to a masterpiece. Yes. Don't expect it to happen overnight. You know, even if you may have took a year to write that book, still be open to what your editors say. They're your other half. You know, like mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, they're your ribs. 
So you mm-hmm. have to really trust what they're bringing to you. And even if you are very emotional like myself, you know, and spiritual, you know, pull that to ease. You know, pray pray over it before you even hand it to the editor because you got to be ready to develop and bring that book to life. So that's something I suggest. I can tell when some people don't take the time, they don't put the heart in it, and Woo. then you're going to read that in my review, and then you're going to get upset because <laughs> I bring out certain things that was unrealistic or I couldn't believe it or it just didn't work for me. The book was just okay, and then they get mad when you give them a two or three. Well, I'm sorry. For me, it was just okay. I read tons of books. I don't. I read everything from nonfiction to fiction to horror to paranormal, you name it, I've probably read it or I will be reading it. I even read political books, memoirs, autobiography. So for me, it's like, did I see this before? You know, but maybe someone else, wow, i got to give this a five. You know, don't trust your family and friends all the time oh. because they don't okay, want to hurt Drina, you. Drina, oh, slow okay. down when you say that. Say that again. Okay. Don't trust. Don't, Start right there. Don't trust your family and friends. Because let me tell you this, when I came up with my first book, I did not pay an editor, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm putting it out there. And I trusted my family and friends to read it. And even people that at that time I was a youth mentor, a tutor, and a specialist with youth. And they would love to read my book. Then I realized, oh, they just wanted to read the nasty parts, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, I took their criticism where everyone was telling me it was a great book. But then when I finally wanted to get it edited and I passed it on, she was like, ooh. And I said, ouch. You know, it's not. You know, so that's when reality hit. And so I was like, okay, one day I'll get back to that novella and rewrite it because a lot of people really wanted to see not the short stories. They want to see the full-fledged novel. So I said, okay, one day I'll go back to that. But, see, again, I was listening to – family and friends and they, and I found out that some of them didn't even read it okay it's just been sitting on their bookshelf collecting dust so that's something I realized then when I asked them did you like my book and when I asked certain scenes and they can't connect then I realized you have not read my book and some reviewers do the same thing they'll read just the back cover read a little bit of it and then want to give a review read the whole book please Give a real good review based on what you've read. Don't just read a little bit and then give a review either. Yeah. You know? Oh, there's well, something else I wanted to share about go ahead, girl. real quick. Um, this is something I stated on my show because people were asking me about book reviews, and I got this great insight from another reviewer on Goodreads. If if you're an author, get on Goodreads with an S dot com. Um, reviewers were basically a twofold. The primary reason for most reviewers wrote reviews was to share their personal opinion publicly for the benefit of potential book buyers. Public reviews were to serve as a guide. Potential book buyers could use the reviews to help them decide if they wish to read or purchase a book. And then let me find the second part. The second part, a review served as an effect to the author. Um, any reviewer who wishes to say they think this isn't true is naive and delusional. Good reviews, which they often do, attract the eye of literary agents, publishers, the media, other authors, and potential book buyers. I agree with that totally. I think that's how I got signed to my publisher now 
because when I was trying to market myself beforehand, they see that all the works I did by myself as a self-published mm-hmm. author, they took yeah. me seriously based on some of the reviews. When they emailed me back, they said, wow, we see what you're doing in the community, you know, trying to help the literary market on your blog, talk, radio show, on your website with dreamsformore.com. So those are some tips that I want you to realize is that it's, it's not only trying to get sales for your book, which is one of the primary goals, you're also trying to hook on literary agents, publicists, media, other authors, and possibly a publisher. So yes. I just wanted to stress that as well. Yes, and it's very, you don't, especially if you're a blog talk host, you don't know yes. who is listening to your show. Ooh, I get so emails right. all the time. Y'all yes, yes, from yes. The some very, very influential people. And I'm like, you listen to my show? <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. yes, and that's how I actually got other interviews because they saw my shows or they listened to them. And one guy said, even when you come to Atlanta, because I'm going to be at this Books and Brunch in October mm-hmm. uh, 24th, he said, you know what, I'm in North Carolina. I'm willing to drive those three hours and since I'm about to start my own show on TV21, which I don't know if that's in North Carolina or not, but mm-hmm. he said, I want to interview you. And I said, wow, are you serious? And it's all because of Blog Talk Radio. And some people don't take Blog Talk Radio seriously. They think, oh, i got to be on a real Tom Joyner morning show or one of these type of shows or Oprah to make it. But these are little baby steps yes. to where you're going to your destiny and you don't know what doors are open to you. So, yes. you know, take these little opportunities seriously. I, I know I am because I'm seeing the blessings that God is bringing and he's making my dreams become a reality. So yes. that's something I wanted to stress as well. And you're doing a phenomenal job. And if you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we got Adrena Turner. She's giving some phenomenal tips. She's a book reviewer, blog talk host. Every woman, she does a lot of things, but she's really giving some zeroing in on some tips, especially if you're a first-time author. want to review some of the things you said, Adrena. Invest in the editor uh, and be open to constructive criticism when you invest in the editor uh, because they're your partner. Like you said, yeah. they're your rib. They're trying to get the best out rib. of you. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, and be open and not just to... Uh, criticisms about your writing, but even after the book is finished, even though you've prepared, you pay that editor, and other people like it, the mess is likely there is always going to be the remnant who, like you say, or may be nasty about it. And you got to yeah. take that with a grain of salt. Listen, look behind the way they delivered it, and wow. really open yourself up to see, okay, is this something? Because they are your audience, they're your readers. Um, and don't be bitter. I just got my book. My third Ooh, book hasn't so even good. hasn't even come out yet, and I got a a, a very uh, it wasn't nasty, but he was very concerned uh, about the ninety nine males who make your life a living hell. Let me tell you, <laughs> that is not saying that every man makes your life hell. And so That's he good. he says, uh, you know, he's watched me. I'm very talented, and he's just disappointed that my book is going to be another. Uh, female something, male bashing book. And I had to really explain to him, don't get offended by the title, because if you know me, if you follow me, you know I'm one to promote healthy relationships, especially between men and women. So after I sent him that really calm email and soothing email, and I don't know about you, but every time I write a book, I literally walk through the book 
even after mm-hmm. I've added it. I have to apply my own lessons that God has given me to that. And so that was just one of those things I had to. And after that, he said, okay, so I'm so, I'm so, I'm so glad that it's not one of those male bashing books because we do enough, uh, we get enough of that. And I'm going to read your book. I said, okay. But, uh, yeah, you got to be open even before your your product comes out sometimes. Yeah, I listened to you earlier where you stated, like, your first book you sent out and things of that nature. I think for me, I just wanted to hear from my community or the public, you know, that bought my books. I think I didn't get into sending out reviews until I really started researching it, you Mm -hmm. know, looking online, seeing all these different um, book clubs popping up. And I started really thinking, what is the importance of book clubs and these reviews? And I think I didn't launch out till this book, The Day Begins with Christ, took it seriously because I got to realize there's another population of buyers. Book clubs are going to sit there and tear that book down and break it to a science. They're going to really, you know, good and bad, have a good time talking about your book. And that's what Mm -hmm. I like because I like intellectual conversations, even if it's about a book. And so I thought about it and I said, okay, I got to start taking this seriously. I got to really brand myself and get my name out there. But I didn't think about it with my first, you know, project. So some people ask me, you know, how do you feel about book reviews? And then there are some people that are totally turned off with submitting their work for book reviews, but you don't realize the kind of audience you can get that's more underground sometimes and just they can really hit their own communities and bookstores and get your book out there if they really, truly love it. And that's yeah. when I started taking reviews a lot more seriously. And then, and, like uh, Tamika said earlier, don't try to send it to everybody. Yeah. Focus on the main three to seven people or even five people. Mm-hmm. You don't need 10, 20, 30 people. You know, really look at their reviews. Read their previous reviews. How do they write them? You know, are they being very critical or are they giving just good criticism? Are they being constructive or are they just being negative to be nasty? You know, just yes. really look at that. Yes, and uh, like you said, you have to you have to ask your questions before you send them because the yes. right book club will hook you up to a yes. whole new world. Oh, uh, yes, I found and, that out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, now let's talk about you've given some phenomenal information. Tell us where we can find you at, first of all, when you show, where how we can get you. To, give us your contact information. Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, you can find me at Adrena Turner, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-A, Turner, T-U-R-N-E-R, dot web, dot com is my author site. My literary site is www.dreams, with an S, the number four, more, dot com. And I'm also here on Blog Talk Radio uh, forward slash Adrena dash Turner. I come on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. And this September, if you're into being inspired, educated, and encouraged and edify the body, the mind, and the spirit, man or woman, we are doing September the whole month guest speakers every Saturday at 10 p.m. Central Time, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's called the Inspirational Month. I think a lot of us are giving up hope, faith, and love mm-hmm. for others that we really need to be encouraged and inspired all over again and be refreshed. Yes. So that's why God laid that on my heart to do the entire month of September 
to do that for the people in the audience. And it's a lot of mo- uh, motivational speakers and authors that are coming on sharing their visions and their word with you. So I would really love if you can take the time out or take a nap beforehand and come <laughs> on and really listen to this show. And I pray that you will be blessed by it, and I hope I will too because I say, hey, I need it as well, you know. So. Yes, and uh, uh-huh. September is the fallback month. We fall back in the line yes. or whatever. We, we, so that's probably why God wants you because it's a lot. We've had a really rough summer <laughs> as a nation. Just a yes. whole lot of stuff and a, a lot of turmoil, death, everything. So that's mm-hmm. going to be, yes, we need some inspiration. So tune in Saturday night, just in time, get you pumped up for church worship Sunday <laughs> yeah. morning. And, uh, you know, tune into the show. Audrina has a very good show. If you can hear her voice, your voice is very calming. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. You too, though. Girl. Now, thank you. Now, listen, Adrena, you talked about your first project. And, you know, as you know, you're going to be overtime because evidently things happen. <laughs> Our other guests have not shown up, but it's part of God's will. I've been doing this eight months. I know how this thing works. Oh, yes, sometimes, we know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes guests, you know, uh, other things come up. But you said you wrote your first book uh-huh. now, and then you're working on your second one, which is going to be published. Now, how important is, because I tell people all the time that uh, every project, I try to make my best project. It's not that I'm trying to outdo myself, but I'm trying to be better than the project before. You're not going to get the same type of writing style. So what do you do to keep your, you know, keep your A game coming when it comes to writing? Okay, that's a very good question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think number one and foremost You know, I can't speak for every writer because every writer has their different trials and tribulations and things that they go through to prepare themselves to write. Mm -hmm. But I think first and foremost, like the first book, I just did it just to see if I could, that type Mm -hmm. of mentality. Uh, The second and third book, which are both poetry books, I was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write those because we're starting to lose grips of our young generation. And what you don't realize the importance of our young generation is when we get old and gray, those are going to be the people looking over us. And we just seem to forget, you know, about the elders in our older generation. And if we don't have the young people to look up to when we get old and gray, what is really going on? So I was more or less inspired to reach more so the young people or the young people in college and so forth, or even those that are trying to mature in their their spiritual walk, per se. But I wrote it in a poetic form. And the the third book was more secular for the hip-hop generation because my grandmother read it, and she wanted to give it to her church people. She said, oh, this one is not spiritual. I said, no, the center focus is still God, but it's just that I'm trying to reach them with different kind of stories in a poetic format, yes. and then when I got to the last book, The Day Begins with Christ, believe it or not, God gave me that book probably five years back. Oh, and I believe it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I jumped into that book before the first book he gave me back in the end of 99 when everybody was losing their minds yes. and thought, oh, i got to take all my money out of my account. <laughs> um, i got to stock up on groceries and put it in the basement, you know, just for safekeeping. And it got so out of hand, and that's when the Holy Spirit was really speaking to me. And he told me to write this book called Unleashing the Spirit. 
Now, that's 10 years ago, and I just completed that two years ago, and now I'm just trying to prey on a good editor to bring that book to life because that's another thing. You have to research your editors. Mm -hmm. I've had some in the past that just were not good. And God had to speak to my spirit not too long ago saying, you need to take your time. Just because I give you these ideas, you know, to branch on and you go at it, you stay up day and night and you forgive me sometimes in the process. I'm like, but I'm doing your work. But that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we forget what we're doing it for, who we're doing it for, and why. We're just Mm -hmm. so caught up in this idea, I got to get it out. So I think for me, it's more or less I have to be inspired. You know, God has to give me a dream, a vision, right. something to go by and let me know who am I trying to reach and why. And I know it's not going to reach all people. And I think that's where a lot of people get the misconceptions, believing that, oh, my book is for everybody. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Take time with your work, too. And I, I never thought about it like you, like, make this better than the last. That, that's a oh, good yeah. way of thinking of it. I, guess I, got, I, I can't just, take credit for that, Denzel. Oh, okay. Denzel. They asked him, what is, what is his best performance? He said, my oh. next one. And so I got that from Denzel. Big up okay. to see the fine Denzel. But I really okay. I try to do that because I don't want people. One thing, don't you hate it, especially when you get a CD and it's mm-hmm. – and they've had a phenomenal CD previous. This CD is like, you can tell it's been rushed, and they're just oh, trying to yes. capitalize on yes. the yes. momentum. I hate that mm. when it comes to artists or That's even good. movies. And so I really try to take my time. And like you said, okay. honey, I've got a list of books yes, with titles that I know. Mm-hmm. But I know, it's like you said, it's timing when it, uh, it's time to be released because this book was not – I didn't have my upcoming book as my third book. Um, the Lord did that. I had another book already written. Yes, girl. <laughs> already prepared, and I was getting ready, you know, do my final self-edits before I sent it to my editor. Okay. And And then, you know, the Lord said, this is the book. And, and so mm-hmm. I know why, and he will continue to, uh, after each book, he continues to confirm that. But you're so right. You've got to move with, with the spirit and know that yes. your book is not for everybody. I oh, know that yes. this I, I know that this book is not for men, even though they'll read it. This is for the women. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. Because my sisters, I know, as a woman sometimes we get complain about men and blah yes. blah blah. But when you understand their pain and why they act the way they do, instead of mm-hmm. being ah and arguing all the time, there's a way that you can finesse and get them to hear you so that they can treat you right. And so um, it's very important that you, it's like like we said, you flow with what what you're supposed to do as a writer. Yes, that is so good. Mm. Okay, so uh, your upcoming book is going to come out spring 2010. Right, but I'm also still have two more books under the self-publishing contract. Okay. So I've been trying to ask my audience that have been reading some of my books that don't really know me. They only just met me online. And some people want my fiction work now, and there's Mm. some people that want my nonfiction. So I'm kind of like in a battle, you know, between do I bring out this inspirational fiction because it's kind of suspense drama, but I know that book is going to take a lot of work with an editor because, you know, we got to develop it. we got to bring it to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with the uh, nonfiction, some people want that. It's called Desire at Will. 
And some people are mad at me because I'm not bringing out Unleashing the Spirit yet. Mm-hmm. I said, actually, the publishers wanted that. That's not under me now. You know, right. at first I was going to bring that out next. And I got some wise advice um, on Facebook from Victoria Christopher Murray. At that time, that book was about 500 pages, and most people are not going to read that, you know, a book that big. But it's funny how you can read the Bible that's over a 1,000 or more pages, Mm -hmm. or you can read Stephen King that's over a 1,000 pages sometimes. But you can't read about the Lord and what he wants for his people. So I said, okay, I'll take this advice. And now we're going to break it down into volumes. So I don't know yeah. whether it's two or three, but like I told some people, if you've read The Day Begins with Christ or mm-hmm. Burning in Your Spirit to read it, because some people are starting to hit me up now and say, I really need to get that book. I really need to get that book. I'm like, okay, okay, I have them here. Just, you know, email me or whatever, and then I'll mail it out to you. But what they don't realize, that's only a spark. Mm-hmm. I said, when you read Unleashing the Spirit, it's like flames. It, it's just so explosive. It's yeah. too much. Even one editor that was starting to look at it, he said, you sure about 10 people didn't write this with you? I said, mm. no, I wish, you know, because that was the book I delayed. Right. And I saw why, because it's a progress. People, if they can't digest this book, how are you going to digest the next one, you know. Yeah. So I said, thank you, Lord, for showing me that because this is only a spark of what the other book is going to release. So right. I think like you, you're growing in steps. If he tell you to bring out this book instead, it's probably yeah. because the audience can't handle the other book yet. It's going to burn them up. Yeah. They're going to be like, what is this? Yeah, and it's, it, and, and it's going back to that flow. And mm-hmm. even though, yes, we can read, a lot of people can read Stephen King and all those yeah. big the Harry Potter books. But sometimes, mm-hmm. like, it's going back to your audience. Our audience yeah. is quick on the move. And I thought that was that's phenomenal advice, break it down into volumes. Give them some yeah. quick picks. And so, because, you know, if we we ain't going to buy nothing, we ain't going to read. And then if we buy it and we don't read it, then we're not going to get blessed. So, yeah. That's true. And listen, in the long run, breaking up into volumes gives you three different products. Generating three different royalties, and so we always got to remember that. It's, and uh, everybody is going to, uh, some people may not want the first one, but they need That's the second true. volume. So um, great advice. Now, our time is slowly coming out, and we have some thank okay. you for everybody being in the chat. Adrena, Julia Royston, my sister Louis Villian, and uh, Miss Jamie. And if you have any yeah. questions, we've got about five minutes if you want to call Adrena and ask her a question, 347-215-6446. Now, you do reviews for African Americans on the Move. Is that the only club you do reviews for? No, I also do it for my own self. It's called Dream for Four Reviews. And we uh, actually, I was surprised that a mainstream author, Christian Fiction, Sheila E. Lipsy, hit me up, and she's on mm-hmm. our book of the month our dream interviews, and she also will be on our Inspirational Month. And I have wow. all that information on dreams with an S for the number more.com, so you can check that out. So it's amazing the people that God is sending me, not only for my blog talk radio show, but also those other people that need those reviews because Tamika knows I'm a fast reader. So mm-hmm. if my reviewers aren't doing it in time, oh, I'm going to be done with your book, and you're going to see a review <laughs> within that eight-week period, you know, so... 
I don't mm-hmm. wait on other people. So even though I may have other reviewers, I'll, I got tons of books that I got to read, but I'll take that time and hurry up to finish your review so it can be done in a timely fashion. So I take that to heart, whoever sends me their books. And another thing, I know some people don't want to send books. You know, they feel like it costs so much, but you don't know who you're reaching mm-hmm. when you send that book because I'm – some people know me already now because I'm everywhere. You know, I'm on right. Facebook, I'm on Twitter. You know, I'm getting not just my name out there, but I'm trying to get your name out there because I know how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm an author too, and right. I know the struggles. And like Tamika said, good, wise advice. Start saving up some of your money, not just for editing projects or looking mm-hmm. for graphic designers. Save up your money and start finding these great events to meet these people in person so that you know what they need, you yes. know what they're looking for. You're able to network and branch with other authors and meet other people. Now, some authors out there is real nasty, too. I ain't going to yes, lie Yes, brace yourself for that. Brace. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like any other job you have. Yeah, You're going to have the people who don't want to help you. You're going to yeah. have the negative complainers. Uh, yeah. And you just got to, you know, develop some thick skin. First of all, know yes. who you are, know yes. what you have to offer, and mm. roll with it. Have yes. that attitude. You know, this Ooh, is the best good. thing to sweet potato pie, and you don't you know. need it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pump yourself yeah. up. You gotta be your yes, biggest you cheerleader. And Ooh, uh, yes. and before oh, anybody, let me add to that real okay, quick. Okay, go ahead, girl. I had one incident that it wasn't going well. You know, this is my first time going out to events as well. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you check all travel arrangements. Do they have shuttle? How much it costs? Do yeah. all that stuff, too. I found that out. Because things are changing. Even the airlines charge for your bags now. So, mm-hmm. you know, really look into that. Make sure you have that extra money. But this is another good word of advice. When you don't see your books moving and no one's buying your books and none of the readers are hardly there as promised, Go in that quiet place, even in the hotel room, and not only pour your heart out to God, because I started to question myself, am I I writing for an audience or what? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to start their day with Christ anymore? You know, that's how I felt. But don't get in the pity party, you know, cry out to your father and have some spiritual people in your corner. I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your sister, your spiritual coach, whoever it is. Call them to get you back encouraged and to edify that spirit and build you back up to realize you are doing God's work, even if people aren't recognizing it. And like you said, build a personality or build an idea of who you are and who are you representing. If you're representing Christ, go out all the way. Show, mm-hmm. let his light shine in you so that other people can see that. So after that bad hurdle, I went to the next event. I was ready. You know, I talked to enough people to encourage me. And when I went there, this one girl came to my table. And she said, I may not buy your book, but something about you, your book, and the whole presence and the aura of this table wow. just shows me that it's calming it's relaxing, yeah. it's inviting, and I just feel God's presence. And I said, thank you, Lord. So mm-hmm. really go in there and be determined on what kind of presence you're delivering and, and bring that spirit and, and have everything in essence of that. So that's yes. what I also wanted to share when you do go to book events. That is phenomenal. And basically what you said is be you no matter yes. what the situation. No because matter. like she said, when people – uh, you know, when they see you, 
people yeah. buy you and not the product first of all. Yeah. So you so gotta true. connect with them. Like she said, she may not buy it, but I guarantee you, when she gets home, she's if you had takeaways, she's gonna research you, she's gonna support yeah. you, and eventually mm-hmm. she's gonna tell ten and twenty other people go visit right. this site. And so you may not get an immediate sale, but like yeah. you said, another word you said, Adrena, is that you're building a brand. And when you oh, build yeah. that brand and make it tight and right, the the money will come. I tell everybody, oh, yes. Oprah did not become Oprah overnight. Will oh, Smith no, did, did not become Will Smith overnight. Beyonce mm-hmm. did not become Beyonce overnight. There was some waiting, some disappointments. Yes. And, you know, some like you said, you had to question yourself. They all mm-hmm. did it. I've all read their little bios and background. It is just a part of the process. Like I said, everything has to be perfectly aligned, your preparation, your purpose, and then your prosperity, all that. And so you have been phenomenal. I love your voice. Like I said, it's so calming. And we want to say thank you at Real Talk with Tanya White because you're a loyal listener. And, you know, we wouldn't be here without your faithfulness and just your uh, your participation in our questions, because we do give away great prizes here at Real Talk. Oh, yes, I do. And you, and you, honey, you own it, girl. <laughs> you like, I'm going to win my prize. And yes, you, I and, do. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you for that, because a lot of people don't, they, they say, oh, I know it, but they don't just take the extra step. We got right. truckloads of stuff to give away. The people that are blocking their own blessing, but you don't block your yeah. own blessing. No, I you, don't. <laughs> you have been phenomenal. And in a minute or less, Adrena, uh-huh. we leave us with one nugget of wisdom, uh, not just about book reviews, but like you said, right. it, the, the writing industry is changing. How can we keep on keeping on when we feel like, okay, is anybody reading? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Um. First and foremost, I want you to keep the faith. Some of us get down and we feel so sad and heartbroken. Trust that what God has put in you, the vision he has given you, go with it. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. Just embrace it. And take heed to what you do. Take pride in your work. Take your time and make sure it is moving and inspiring others. And eventually, it will spread to the nation. So that's something I wanted yes, to share. it will. Give us your contact information one more time, then we're going to let you go. Okay. You can find me at adrenaturner.webs.com, at dreams with an S, the number four, more.com, or here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash dash. Turner, and thank you so much, Tanya. I love you. Girl, I love you. You have been just awesome, Adrena. I've learned a wealth of information, and I'm going to replay this. And we're going to definitely have you back, uh, continue continued success. And when that book comes out, girl, you know you got a spot here on Real okay, Talk. thank you. To promote your stuff, girl, because we support people here and we promote people here. <laughs> you have been a joy. You have a fantabulous weekend. Okay, you too, Tanya. Okay, thank you so much. We have had a great The Right Stuff, The Right Way series, four-part series. If you missed any of them, please, please listen to the archive. Basically, every show, the authors, the guests have said the same things. You've got to be true to who you are. You've got to study your craft and improve on that every single day. You've got to connect with people 
do your research, invest the time, the money in good editing, good promotions, and then just simply tell your story. Tell it truthfully, tell it passionately, and then prayerfully pray for the project that it will reach those who it's going to reach. Because when you've done your part, God is going to bless the rest. We love that you listened and turned in. Next week kicks off our Men's Month, ladies. We're talking about male issues all September long. It's all about men. Next week we're going to have Ed Houston, Anthony Rucker. We're talking about the hard choices men must make to have healthy dating relationships. Uh, The second uh, Thursday we're going to have Shelby Hill and Jesse Duckworth are going to be back. The third Thursday, we're talking about money, power, respect. Why do men need it so doggone much? And what we can do as women in their lives to help them get it. And then on September 24th, you guys, we're having a big blog talk release party of the 99 males who make your life a living hell. Uh, You're going to have a great discount on that night only. I will have Ariel Sims, the relationship coach, as my co-host that evening. Uh, also, I have my sister girlfriends uh, co-hosting with me, Danielle, Sherlyn, and Jamie uh, throughout September. Also, listen, it has been a joy giving you the information you need to be the best writer that you can be. Again, visit TanyaWhite.com, Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A. Sign up for Tanya's tips. This week's issue was two things that are causing stagnation instead of your elevation. Read it. Also, get relationship reruns, how to deal with a difficult woman while you're visiting, right? If you want to be a sponsor of the Real Talk with Tanya White show, listen, you're going to invest your money wisely uh, and get more bang for your buck. We got some phenomenal guests coming on. Uh, for I'm talking about phenomenal national guests, uh, October, November, December. Uh, so you want to get it in. Again, thank, thanks to our sponsors, Loretta Faith Havers. Dr. Tanisha Ford, listen, do what you love, and then it will come to pass, all right? Do what you love and love what you do, and then everything else will fall into place. Listen, you have a fabulous weekend. Uh, Again, much prayers. Go to the Kennedy family, and, uh, you know, MJ's birthday would have been 51. They're going to have Michael Jackson all weekend long, so we're going to close out with this song, Working Day and Night, because if you're an author, that's what you do. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Oh.